This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Live commentary. Well, they seem to have shored things up now. Don't look like they're going to concede any time soon. I'm, I'm ready to eat my words on that one. And it's Robinson. Robinson into Dorjan. He finds Eccleston again. So he's getting a lot of the ball, but he's not really doing anything out there, Eccleston, I don't find. But he's back to a Dorjan who chips a lovely ball into the middle. And Michael Ngu has scored. Three ball defending, you have to say. 3 1 Liverpool. Live interviews. You know, I know it's not as sexy for the fans as us saying, oh, we paid, you know, 800 grand to somebody. But often they're signing on fees with free transfers. There's, you know, there are fees. They're just not transfer fees. Expert analysis. It's all gone a bit Fifty Shades of Grey, isn't it? It has, yeah. <laughs> he takes the pepper grinder from the kitchen cupboard, <laughs> places it on the chair, and lowers himself onto it gently. <laughs> Well, most of the time anyway. Homestale Radio. Whether you're listening live or to the podcast, call us now to air your opinion. 0203 4755 999. That's 0203 4755 Hi, and welcome to Homestale Radio. I am Chris Hambling, and I'll be taking you through tonight's review of the last seven days for Palace during this international break. Helping me do so today are Mark Ross and Jill Holyoke, two of the elder statesmen of Whole Radio. Hi, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. Less of the old, thank you. Fair description, (laughs) I thought. Um, Anyway, listen, we'll we'll hear plenty more from those two over the next hour or so. Uh, But also joining us today is Alex White, who's taken a turn in our communication hub. And Alex is joining us for a bit of work experience. Hi, Alex. Good evening. Good evening, indeed. You looking forward to it? I am indeed, yes. Should be good. uh, And has pre-show been entertaining for you? Uh, it's very different, yes. Yes, it's very, very professional, isn't it? Mm. Well, that's the first. Yeah. yeah. First so moving, moving swiftly on. Um, <coughs> Alex will be uh, organising your tweets, which you can send to at h o l radio uh, or email us. It's radio at homesdale dot net. And as always, give us you can give us a call on o two o three four seven double five nine nine nine, and uh, you can press one to come straight through to us, or you can press two to record a threatening voicemail. Uh, here's a brief rundown of what we're going to have for you today. Uh, there's a quick roundup of the week's news with our regular news in brief feature. We'll be joined for a chat by Academy graduate and first year pro Cadell Daniel. Uh, we'll look forward to uh, Friday night's London derby against Charlton and give you a bit of a preview of that one. I work for all your contact from the last few days on various topics. And finally, we will uh, we'll go through and, well, basically we'll be giving away a pair of tickets to the Charlton away game, uh, on, which is on Friday. Um, lots of people have registered for that, and one of the first things we've got to do before we get on with news in brief um, <clears throat> is we've got to pick we've got to pick the phrase that pays. So I'm going to talk to the the guys about that now. Um, obviously, the the competition is such that we will be phoning the people who have registered their uh, name and number with us for these charting tickets. We'll pick um, randomly pick a person, phone them, and they have to say something back to us. So it's something that uh, relates to Charlton. So I'm going to see if the lads have got any ideas first of all. Um, weirdly, I'm going to go to Jell first and see if, if he's got anything, that, a phrase that perhaps someone could repeat regarding uh, Charlton. So, so they answer the phone and say, uh, I'd like a pair of clowns tickets, please. <laughs> That's quite good. I quite like that one. Uh, to give you an idea, like last year, um, it was a Brighton ticket. 
and the person had to answer and say the phrase, uh, no, Gus, I don't swing that way, um, which Tim did. Tim won, a, won the writing ticket. So, Mark, you got any ideas? I mean, I know you tend to need some time to prepare, so I left it a while. I suppose, yeah, we could have something like, um, have you got your clown mask on this evening? Or that's, 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 something that's, like that? Or have, have you, are you getting a tattoo this week? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking or, along the lines of uh, where did you park your house or something like yes. that. Um, basically, as, um, as you're on the phone to us now, someone's stealing your caravan. That one. Yeah, absolutely. Anything like that. So if anyone's got any ideas, uh, tweet or email. Ra- email is radio at homestyle.net and Twitter is at whole radio. That's H-O-L radio. Um, so we'll give it about five minutes or so and then we'll pick something, I think. Uh, but you've got around another, looks like about another six minutes or so to register for that competition. So email your name and a contact telephone number to um, radio at homestale.net, I believe. So um, so there we are. Uh, I think so far, I do have to say, Jell is winning uh, with his one. Um, does he have to, what was the voice they had to use? Uh, it's been very nerdy. Very nice. I would yes. like a pair of clowns tickets, please. I'd, I'd, yeah, like, I'd like a pair of clowns tickets, please. Yeah, that's definitely winning so far. But um, anyway, we've got a we had a honk honk. Oh, where did you? Uh, where? Did, oh, I've just seen a tweet come in for from Wayne Gallagher. Is uh, please can I go to the circus? I quite like that as well. <laughs> oh, we're gonna we're gonna be bad. looking over those in the next few a uh, uh, few right, minutes. Yeah. Um, keep them coming in. Uh, but first of all, well, we're gonna we're gonna. Get out of Cadell Daniel for a quick chat after this, but first of all, it's news in brief. All the latest news from around Selhurst Park. This is news in brief. Club are delighted to announce the return of the hugely popular Selhurst 6 and 12 packages, allowing supporters to purchase tickets to a bundle of 6 or 12 games at fantastic discounted prices. Supporters can pick any 12 championship games, category A or B, and guarantee their seats from as little as £19 per game. Following up on the previous successful Palace on Tour day trip to Derby last season and commentary the year before, uh, Palace on Tour day trip is back again this season and the Palace fans are voting their thousands for the trip to Leicester City which takes place on Saturday the 27th of October. The Palace Under-21 side picked up their first points of the season last Sunday afternoon with a fine performance and a 4-1 victory over last year's Under-18 champions, Fulham. Bristol Palace currently sits 6th in the 17 league and uh, next play Wolves away on Monday the 17th of September, followed by a visit to Sellers Park from Chelsea the following Monday. Before Man City comes to Sellers Park on the 1st of October. The entire game can be listened to live on Homestone Radio from quarter to 7. And if you feel like showing your support on the day, tickets are available from the club shop for just £5 or £1. I mean, yeah, so, Mark, what, what was the most significant thing to, to you that changed that second half? Um, you know, uh, he wanted more. Um, the, uh, the, uh, 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 forget when I was out in Glasgow doing some gigs before the gig uh, this, this, this grimy local guy came up to me in a Sainsbury's asked me for some heroin in Sainsbury's <laughs> I, I just went uh, sorry I, I, I don't work here comedian actor singer and palace fan rest your head and snuggle up tight it's nearly time to hit the lights and don't forget it's Friday right so don't come into mum and daddy's room tonight Important work to do from quarter past to quarter two, and he really wants to get the job done. And I haven't finished my work this month, not once. Live on Homestale Radio, September 30th from 8 pm. Hi, welcome back. Uh, we're joined now by Cadell Daniel. Hi, Cadell. How you doing, man? 
I'm not too bad at all, mate. You feeling good today? Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Fantastic. Uh, I've got Mark and Joe with us, uh, with, with me, to ask you uh, a few questions, mate. Uh, but if I could start, I mean, obviously, we first spoke, spoke to you, I think it was our eighth show ever, where we didn't really know what we were doing. So not yeah. much has changed, really. Not much has changed at all there. Um, but uh, yeah, it was back in March 2011. So, I mean, it, obviously, lots changed for all of us. And you're now on a professional contract. So, I mean, how did that feel when you were given that news? Yeah, um, it was great. It was great news. Um, um, I was offered it. I was offered, like, a short-term deal at the end of last season. And then, obviously, at the beginning of the season, they just wanted to see a few things how I acted and stuff like that and I secured the extension getting an extra deal so it's good news man it's good news oh you got an extra I was, that was going to be my follow up question it was like what did what did that yeah. deal mean but you've actually got an extension on that already have you yeah I got the extension to that oh fantastic was that take you up to the end of the season or, or a bit further yeah just a little bit further Okay, fantastic. Um, I'm gonna actually no. Let's go. Let's go into my my third thing, and then I'll hand over to the other guys. Um, like for people who, who sort of didn't hear that first interview and don't know much about you, um, you sort of tell us a bit about yourself. I mean, how, how old are you? I'm 18 years old. 18. Uh, where were you? Uh, where, sorry, say that again, mate. Yeah, I'm from Fulton East, like just down the road from Selhurst Park, so I'm local. Oh, fantastic. Local, uh, what age did you do you come to Palace? At fifteen, oh, okay, and, uh, fifteen under sixteen. That's quite that's quite late for an academy lad. Um, um, what you spotted playing local football, something like that? Yeah, I was playing for two in a Mitcham Sunday oh, yeah. league team, and I was there for about two years. And then a few of my a few of my mates, Aaron Akaruka, um, a boy called Louis Frederick Meach, and a few others, they played for Palace. And they referred me, like my name, to Ben Gardner, who's now the youth team manager. And he put me in, and I was on a trial period, and then they signed me. Okay, excellent. Okay, Joe's going to chip in now. All right. Hello, mate. Um, for, who do you support? I'm a Liverpool supporter. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plastic, plastic scousers together. How weird is that? Do you go up there? I've been to two games. Um, haven't been to a lot of games. Went to one New Zealand tour about two years ago. <laughs> What's it? Um, so, I mean, when you when you hear about all these these young fellows like yourself, and they get to 17, 18, 19 and all the big boys start calling like uh, Moses and Klein have had to go. I mean, they had to yeah. go. What's your, what's your take on it? I mean, you know, obviously what happened with, I mean, no one really knows the truth until he actually turns around and says, but would you do, would, you know, would you go to a bigger club or do you feel like you need to make your way in the championship for a couple of years and get to 2021 yeah. and then? I just think I just think it's all about timing. Like, there's no yes or no, there's no correct answer to it. Like, um, anyone can give a strong point for going or staying. It's just whether you feel in yourself that you can cope with a bigger club. Whether you feel that you're going to be playing. There's a lot of things that can can change your. That's, that's a good point, Nate. That's a great point. What you're saying. Whether is, you're actually going to be playing because yeah. do you want to be playing in some field like like the Chelsea yeah. reserves? Um, yeah, or do you want to be sitting in front of you know thirteen, fifteen thousand every other week at Palace? You know, yeah. How, how do you feel That's about um, how, do the, how do the players, the youngsters, feel when they when they see the the old fanatics get, getting going in the corner and getting the rest of the crowd going? Are they are they right up for it? Are they the players? Yeah, they're, they're right up for it. Every, every player at Palace, like in the training ground, they're all they all want to win they're all buzzing like when when we lose there's a there's a downer in the training ground every like the players do feel it as well as the fans do you know what i mean it's not mm. just a day job where on a saturday they lose and then they don't really care the players do feel it and like um if, if the team's losing and say the youngsters go up to training with the first team you do feel an higher demand like the the more experienced players like um, Peter Ramage and Paddy McCarthy and players like that they're, they're on it like they're getting us going there's no room for slacking do you know what I mean yeah Cads Cads hi it's Mark here I was just going to say so on that point so if uh, 
depending on the result on the first team result on a Saturday, when you go into training like on on Monday morning, yeah. is the atm- you, you, can you literally tell what's happened on a Saturday, even if you didn't know by the atmosphere in the training ground? Um, not re- not really. Um, you can you kind of can, but it's not like when there's a win. When it's a win, it's just it's just normal. But when the team's gone through like maybe two or three results, bad results, yeah. then you do you do realize you do see it. in like the players, they're more um, anxious. They're more they want it more. Like there's not like as in when you're winning, if you're in training and you're you're slacking a bit, then maybe one of the players they just let it go but whereas if they're losing they're on to you they want the best from everyone obviously you have to improve your results and training the way to improve it so. and what on the training front do you spend most of your time training with the development team or with the first team at the moment the development team at the moment because yeah. of the under 21 games yeah and the fixtures being quite irregular we have to have the train train together Saturday or the Monday. Mm, right. Whereas last year there, there wasn't under twenty one pitch, so we're mixed more. All oh, right, okay. Um I was gonna jump in there. Um we we've actually seen a fair bit of you since that, that sort of last time you were on the show and um in, in all honesty, I'm not just saying this because you're on the show. Like you've always stuck out as one of the better players on the pitch when I've seen you play. But you have been moving around positions quite a lot. I mean, when I first saw you play, you, you, were, you were slotting in at left back. Uh, there's obviously a lot of left backs at the club, and you sort of moved into central midfield. And when we saw you against uh, sort of Cray and in that under 21 development game against Liverpool, I think you played left wing. So yeah. you're sort of moving moving around quite a lot. I mean, where are you most comfortable now? Um. I think what it is with me is I feel comfortable in most positions. So there's obviously, if you're good at if you're good in a lot of positions, then it's not easier for you. But then you're an option when the manager wants in a certain position. You can say, well, Cadell plays in this, that, and that position. So I think it's important for me to just keep at it in all positions, work out my yeah. game at left back and centre mid, because you never know when you can get called on. That's it. I mean, you certainly look pretty comfortable in, in, in central midfield. Because, I mean, obviously you've, you've learned the sort of art, of, well, been learning the art of defending um, at left yeah. back for quite a considerable amount of time. But you've always been one who likes to get forward and have a, have a shot as well. So, is perhaps yeah. midfield perhaps giving you the chance to do both those things? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Okay, and um, all right, I'm going to ask one more, then hand back over to, to Joe and Mark. Um, in terms of the current season, what, what are your aims for this season? Well, um, the, the under twenty one switches were quite exciting. So obviously I just look forward to those games, winning them, mm. getting a good personal performance. But also, um, as a footballer you wanna get into the first team so I'm just working hard to try and maybe get my first appearance this season maybe. But if not I wouldn't be downhearted. It's one no. of those things. No, have you had any kind of a chat with the manager about your progress or was there any mention of potentially going out on loan for a month or getting a game somewhere else, maybe? Oh, well, we haven't really spoke about going on loan or anything, but I do speak to Jamie Fullerton and he was a master and he said that I'm, I'm doing all right, I'm doing well, I just got to keep cracking on doing why I am. Oh, OK, mate, fantastic. Joe, you wanted to jump in? Yeah, no, I mean, I just want to ask you, I mean, any time anyone ever meets a footballer, you know, they, they, they want to find out who they are. Who's your, who's your favourite player of all time? Well, Zidane Zidane is my favourite. Oh, it's a good call. Good call. And yeah. uh, and what about, and what about who, would you, who, would you, who would you aspire to be nowadays? If you could if you could jump in someone else's shoes right this minute, who, who would you be now? Leonard Messi. There you go. <laughs> That's the stuff. There you go. <laughs> me as well. Me as well. But I'm way too fat and old. Um, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cadell, so th- so now this the Under-21 Development League has come about this season. Obviously, you were probably lacking um, potentially a lot of games last season. This Development League's come along. This has obviously given you good experience. I mean, it must have been a real buzz playing at Sellers Park. 1,500 people there to watch the under-21 game against Liverpool. I mean, was that one of your highlights of the season so far? Yeah, definitely. Liverpool probably one of the highlights of the season because we played against them, I think it was two years ago in the Youth Cup. And so it was like we knew the players that we were playing against. It was kind of like a, 
a, a rematch kind of thing. A lot of the players was like, yeah, because we never really thought we'd get the chance to play Liverpool, that team again, because obviously we wasn't in their league, etc. But when we got the cat one and we saw that we were playing teams like Liverpool, we thought, yeah, we can get back at, get back at them. And we put in a good performance, but we just never got the result. I just thought, uh, did you not... I mean, obviously you were playing, so... Uh, but from what... from a, you know, watching, it seemed like all their players seemed to be p- bigger than all the Palace players. You know, were they were they yeah. like older? Were they like sort uh, of yeah, twenty they, going they on twenty one? Yeah, a few a few of them were like twenty, like Nathan Eccleston. I think Andre Wisdom a year or two older than us. Um, but most most of them were around about our age or or a year old. So you must be you must be looking forward then to uh, to Chelsea and Manchester City coming to Sellers Park in the next uh, month or so. Yeah, definitely. Those will be tough fixtures. They're quite they're quite good teams. Well, I have to say, we we you you guys have a tendency to turn over Chelsea quite a lot <coughs> in the youth team and 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 sort of what have you. So I'm looking for. I'm, well, I'm not saying you have to beat him or anything, but but I'm expecting you to. <laughs> Sorry, that's a bit. That yeah. sounded like a bit pressuring. Sorry. No, no pressure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is a big um, pressure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ah, that's good stuff, mate. Um, yeah, we're uh, we're doing commentary on that as well. So uh, look out for us in the press box. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, mate, listen, we're gonna let you go in a sec. But I'm just one last little um, little question for you. Um, how are your uh, your free kick skills coming along? Well, I'm yet to take one this season, but I'm definitely. Gonna be taking the next one. Definitely, <laughs> I had a word. I had a word with. I had a word with Dawn at Liverpool. He was, I don't know. He was taking it. Then Jason Banton. I let him take it. I just thought I'd be the good guy. Yep, he can have yeah. it. But <laughs> no. Well, the next part <laughs> was gonna be who gonna be. Yeah, well, exactly. I can. I. I was there commentating on that game. Yeah. And yeah, Dorman. I think was trying to play rugby. Because he was trying to get the fruit po- imaginary posts at the top, and then yeah, Banton decided to see if he could get it any worse than that. It was quite impressive, but like yeah, I'm ex- yeah, you've got to, you've got to have the next one because you know you you've been posting. Me and Bayern will have a few words with the next one because Bayern he's quite good at free kicks as well. So I know he says he is. Do, <laughs> yeah, he's he's going to have a few words to say when I say I'm on the next one. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say he fancies himself as a free kick taker. So I thought you're going you're to have to have uh, you know some sort of pillow fight to see who's going to uh, who's going to uh, take the next kick because I can't see Bayern being too pleased to let, let you take it. Yeah. But we'll see, we'll we'll see when when the time comes when we're at the next yeah. game. We'll uh, and Joe wanted to give you one last question as well. If you go, no, just yeah, just one last one, a silly one, really. Do you have a celebration? Have you got have you got your own little goal celebration so that when you do score you're going to do it? You know what? I I practice in training like in training <laughs> if I score if I score if I score a good goal I might run up and do a knee slide then Jamie might have a little shout at me like well, to know well, what you're don't, doing. Don't but, do the knee slide. A cricket one. <laughs> you near enough lost your career through that. But I have a feeling that when I score because it's so rare I'll just lose my mind and just end up <laughs> just pumping. <laughs> All right, that's brilliant, mate. Listen, thanks so much for talking to us today, and obviously we we look forward to seeing you in those development games. And I really wish you the best of luck in getting yourself a first team opportunity this season because it'd be great to see you, mate. So, listen, just keep up the good work. I think you think you seem to be doing brilliantly. So, all the best, mate. All right, thank you very much. Cheers. Nice one. Bye. Nice one. Bye. Okay, that's Cadell Daniel there. Look out for him. He's. uh, He's sure to make an appearance soon enough. He's, I say, he's he stood out. I mean, I'm not again. I say, I'm not just saying it because he's on, on the show or anything. He has really stood out every time I've seen him play. To be honest, and uh, yeah, so yeah, well, he's got himself. Um, a, he's got himself a squad number anyway, hasn't he, for this season? Yeah, so yeah. hopefully, well, what, uh, I see. What is it? <laughs> Forty-five, I think. Forty-five. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, he's done amazingly well. Um, I want to have a quick chat with Alex, who's going to hopefully. Uh, Bring me some more suggestions for the phrase that pays that's coming up to win those. Uh, there's some good ones there. So, Alex, you there, mate? Yeah, I've got a few for you. Uh, can I have two tickets to the Big Fat Gypsy Derby? <laughs> <laughs> one of my favourites. That's excellent. Christine Sanders. Who said nice that? One. That was Christine Sanders. Uh, I've got Ryan Lama 
circus coming to the town on Friday. Big exclamation mark. <laughs> That's quite good. Um, Llama in the big tent. And <laughs> Lamar. Lamar. No, and Lama. Mm, anyway. Yeah, one go more on, mate, from Wayne Gallagher. Please can I go to the circus? Simple. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, see, I like that one. Oh, John Ellicott as well there. He's got roll up, roll up. Let's all go to the big top and see the clowns. It's a bit cumbersome, <laughs> that one. I quite like it because it'd be difficult, but mm. we want to actually give these tickets away. Oh, I'm, I'm going to make some sort of diff- decision on this soon, but, um, I, well, hopefully you've got um, got a few more minutes to get your suggestions in. So it's, if you want to tweet us those, it's at Whole Radio. That's H-O-L Radio. Um, and also radio at homestyle.net by email and we'll, uh, we'll try and pick some up there uh, I know Albert also tweeted about this and I'm, I just can't quite find what he put I think it was hey, I always look forward to a trip to the circus but I think that was in relation to something else unfortunately so I've picked it up there I don't think that was right that, no. No, what an what absolute mm, joke I, I don't know what I'm doing <sighs> but anyway what we're going to do now is we're going to have a little preview of that Charlton game now Mark's done most of the work on this um, apparently, well, you've done more than I have. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's there's a few things. So, I mean, first of all, yeah. we did. Uh, if Alex is still there, we did actually ask the question as of what the tra- Charlton rivalry means to people. Um, and I, I, I want to kind of start with those tweets. So, I'll read a couple out, and then Alex can pick up uh, a few more. Uh, so, the first one was from uh, it says Tomo Slay sixteen S. It's a catchy name. Uh, he says, "I don't think we should give them any of any of our attention. They're not worthy anymore." They're not worthy anymore, any as much as they'd like to be. That's I know that's a fairly popular point of view in that um, they're not really our rivals, never have been. But I don't know. Just to me, it feels a little bit. It feels quite good to, to get them back. And um, Tom Holbert says, uh, "I hate Charlton personally. Look, I look forward to the Friday very much. So, so it's kind of like that's that's the sort of it's two extremes. I think there's this like one extreme of people of a certain age generally don't really care." Um, and the one pe- people who have really sort of had the, the rivalry slammed down their face in recent times, they're the ones that, who care the most. No, Joe, you're someone who, um, who really does care, aren't you? Oh, I mean, I, I, get, I get lost for words because just, I just want to abuse them. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I, won't, I won't, honestly, I don't, all my memories are bad. All my memories are so bad about getting, you know, one of, I, I would have lost my life in the, in the, in the Arthur. Back in the in the eighties, when someone pulled out, you know, that, I, I can't. I don't know if I'm allowed to elaborate. I won't. But you know, someone <laughs> took someone took a, a, a quite a serious injury for me, yeah. and and uh, I, I I just can't. I went up there, you know, I went up there when we'd done them in the cup, you know, and they were all chirping when Aridison scored their first goal, yeah, you yeah. know, and 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 then when we done them, they just it was just, I I can't. I can't tell you how much I just dislike them as a team, as a ground, as a as an area, as an everything. I just um, is there anything you good you got to say? I ain't got anything good to say about them. You know, the, the best part about going to Charlton is going home. Yeah, <laughs> it's just uh, you know I, I I can't do them, and I'm I'm not going. Even if I could have got a ticket, I'm not going. Um, I. It might be cutting my nose off to spite my face, but I'll never give. Palace don't get anything out of it apart from apart from more, you know support moral support from from the supporters. But you know I, I'd never give him another and having another cent off me ever ever. Have we have have we got any tweets from anyone about about what it means what? to them? Well, yeah, and that's what we were just getting to. Obviously. Yeah, um, right. and I read a couple of those out. Um, Alex, you got a couple more, I believe, if you're there. I do, yeah. I got one from Adam George saying he loves local derbies. We have the best support around, and come Friday, we'll out sing Charlton, win, lose, or draw. Yeah. Uh, another one uh, from Brad Cab. Uh, an exciting match, but not on par with Brighton. Yeah, I'd True. agree with that. Yeah, yeah. No matter how ex- intense it, it gets, it yeah, yeah, <laughs> it absolutely is for them. That's kind of weird. It's so weird and lopsided, isn't it? Because like, I could never get as irate. <laughs> with Charlton as I could Brighton, even as much, even if I tried my hardest, I couldn't do it. Um, maybe over a period of time, if there was enough history built built, uh, built up, I don't really know. But it, I, I would just point to the fact how quiet did they go after they got relegated to League One? They just like Brighton fans and 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 even Millwall fans are just been in our faces no matter where they are the whole time. They're always giving giving it you know the banter continuously, but Charlton just disappeared. I mean. It, that's, I mean, they don't seem to understand what a rivalry, rivalry is, so it's hard to actually 
sort of feel a rivalry with them. I think. But that's it. That's that's what they they found it hard to understand what a rivalry is. And then when when they're not our rivals, when they're in a different division, mm. and we can't play them except for in the cup. Um, they they they're no Mark fans, aren't they? They just they just can't. Oh, I don't know. I just mm. they're just a nothing little club. Yeah. Uh, well, what's your <laughs> what's your um what's your your thoughts, Mark? Before we get to a few more tweets, we're getting absolutely well, tons in. Try and get to yeah. all, but uh, um, basically, uh, no, I'm I'm really looking forward to it because it's a derby and we haven't played them for a while, and it just you know, and we know that we'll take a good crowd and and you know. Everyone will be in good voice, and you know it hasn't been a lucky game, a lucky ground uh, where we played uh, in recent seasons. But um, I'm hoping. I mean, what we saw uh, at Sheffield Wednesday was a, a really uh, pretty good performance, considering how we started the season. And I'm hoping that um, all the players that have been on international duty or or are international duty come back fit and healthy and uh and we have a strong team to put out and and i think you know we we stand a good chance but uh it is great I, I do love the derby i mean when they came up i mean all right they came up as champions and you know hats off to them for winning winning league one and all that but it was it was good because in several ways because now we've got millwall charlton brighton and palace all in all in this championship and that makes for uh, you're you're right. No, you absolutely six, right. Six derbies, six derbies, isn't it? You know, yeah, so I'll take my, it's great, take, great for that. <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I agree. I'll take my my red curly wig and and uh, honky nose off for them for coming <laughs> up, winning that pub league. But you know, that's the, I can't see them doing anything this year. I mean, mm. the, what we can say is that they will be up for that up for our game like no other. Yeah. and I and I would. Yeah. I think that's why take um, us with them beating us. I, I, think, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I agree with you because I think what happens is that um, they they have turned us over a few times, haven't they, and got the better of us in recent seasons. And I think it is the sort of big match mentality. And I think that it, for them, it is like a cup final, you know. And I don't think our players seem to turn up, or they haven't the last few times we've played them. Anyway, I've got some stats if anyone wants them on. On um, can I just wanna... take a very quick break to talk? Yeah. One last was one last little um, yeah, go, listener contact for for you know what does the rivalry mean? And we can yeah. leave that there then afterwards. Uh, Alex, you got that one for me? Uh, yeah, I've got one from Wayne Gallagher who says the rivalry is on par with someone like West Ham or Chelsea. Game I'd like us to win for bragging rights, but nothing more. Yeah, uh, again, yeah. I think that's. I mean, that's where I kind of sit. Um, I do, it's one of those things, whenever I meet a, a Charlton fan, and I do sort of, I know a few, but I wouldn't call any of them a friend. They're all just acquaintances and people. Like, but, like, I don't want to meet those people and have Palace have lost that game, you know? I really don't want that to happen because I'd feel, you know, it, it wouldn't feel good. But, in the grand scheme of things, if, if someone offered me the choice of beating Charlton or beating Brighton at the Amex again. I know exactly what I'd take because it's just how I feel. But it's different for everyone. and, and these. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Things change continuously over time, but one thing is for sure that we understand what a rivalry is. And, and certainly when, when we as supporters go into that stadium, we certainly won't be giving a... Um, just noticed some, I'll, I'll come back to that tweet. Um, but yeah, we, we won't, certainly won't be treating it anything less than like a full-blooded London uh, derby as supporters. And after the performance last week by the um, by the players against Sheffield Wednesday, I'm, I'm quietly confident that we're going to be well up for the game ourselves. Uh, but anyway, Mark, before we get into uh, predictions and stuff like that from the listeners, let's uh, let's let's have some stats. 
Well, basically, um, obviously, they came up as champions last year with uh, 101 points, I think it was. 101 points? Yeah, 101 points. They uh, won 30 of their 46 games, only lost five all season. So, pretty impressive stuff. Anyway, going on to this season, uh, played for uh, 1 1 drawn two, lost one. So they've had actually quite a tricky start, to be fair. They've had uh, Birmingham, Leicester, Hull and Forest. Uh, the last game they lost to Forest, 2-1. And um, it's 48 games since they were last involved in a goalless draw, which is a rather worrying stat. Uh, part of their team includes Leon Court, ex-Palace, of course. Uh, also in their squad, um, and he was also League One PFA he was um, he was uh, um, given the title of the t- in the team of uh, League One Team of the Year in in April last year. Um, is our own former academy product Royce Wiggins, and he joined the Clowns in June 2011 from Bournemouth. But I think I seem to remember is it right? Clear he suffered terrible injuries while he was at Palace, and uh, yeah, yeah, he did. That he kind got, of um... forced him out. Really, he got injured. I think in when. Palace Baltimore, didn't he? Yeah, like uh, the interesting part about that is the player that tackled him was on trial at Palace Baltimore, and um, it was um, it was a player called Morris Edu, if you've probably heard of him. Yeah, he's yeah. A USA international, uh, played Rangers. I think he's um, I think he's due to sign for someone reasonable. I think it might even be Stoke or someone like that. But anyway, um, yeah, fairly well known player now. But at the time, he wasn't wasn't known at all. So it's yeah, so I yeah, think he tore his. Uh, anterior cruciate ligament or something That's like it, that. Yeah, it, yeah, was, yeah. it was it was out a long time, but he's 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 done remarkably well. He's he's I think he was taken on by Norwich, but couldn't get a game. He was loaned out to Bournemouth, and and then he he was a regular last season for the Clowns. And uh, as mm. I say, he was selected in the League One PFA team of the year last year. So so good credit to him for coming back from such a shocking injury. Uh, obviously, up front they have Bradley Wright Phillips. 31 goals in 65 games for Charlton and 20 mm. last season. Basically, a goal every other game. Uh, after him, they've got Johnny Jackson and a guy I know nothing about called Yang Kergamon Morgant. With they got 12 goals apiece last season, and um, that's about you know. Yeah, yeah as I say, uh, they've got a few new faces in their team. Uh, some of them I'm not particularly familiar with, but. Uh, um, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, they they spent most of their money um, in League One, getting their squad up to a sort of a, almost a championship standard, so that they would walk that league. So they haven't really had to do an awful lot. But it was also all sorts of rumours about them uh, missing out on some funding and various other bits and pieces. I mean, you know, there's some familiar faces, and I think Leon Court's there, isn't he, as you were saying, maybe. But um, yeah, no, he is. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, he was in the team that played against Forest the other day. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm going to pick out. I've got a couple of tweets I want to pick out while we're here. Um, uh, I've just noticed Jerome Gavin's tweeted that he goes, speaking of clowns, I dated a dwarf girl from the circus. I was nuts over her. Give us the tickets. It's a good joke, but you're not getting the tickets for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's very good. Um, it's various other bits of predictions also, but um, Claire Eglinton has asked, where's Ben tonight? And I noticed Ben has asked, uh, answered it on Twitter. He's claiming that he just had a night off. Now, we actually know the, the real truth. The reason Ben is unable... He had... Um, we know uh, what the, they call it a uh, back sack and crack, don't they? Um, that went that went a little bit wrong. Um, Ben's unfortunately incapacitated this evening, but hopefully he'll be back next week. Um, <coughs> so anyway, he's just walking a bit funny at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's, yeah, that's true. We didn't just make that up to embarrass Ben. That is absolutely true. That story. <coughs> <coughs> And if you're anyway, listening, Ben, get better soon. Yeah, he is listening. That might, might, <laughs> I might think we it. need to start a Twitter campaign. That's what we need to do. Yeah. Get, get well, Ben. <laughs> get well, Ben. <laughs> and, then, and then hashtag backsack crack. <laughs> you get it trending uh, worldwide. Claire's, Claire's too much info. Oh, we've got much more info, Claire, if you want it. Um, yeah. No, anyway, look, let's um, let's let's move swiftly on from that. I'm not sure Ben will ever forgive us for that, but it's worth it. Um, I'm going to take it. Oh, we've got a load of predictions uh, for the result, but I'm going to I'll try and work my way very very quickly through them. Uh, Andrew Biles says three one Palace will gain two nil Palace. Kevin O'Donnell two nil Charlton. Hmm. 
Uh, Chris Long says 3-1 Palace. Uh, Stuart Dodsworth, Earl of Dodsworth, Stuart. Um, <laughs> he says 3-1 Palace if the same team as Sheffield Wednesday game. Uh, Andy, number one, says 2-1 Palace. Jimmy Brown says Palace to win 3-1 with Murray to get a hat-trick. 3-1's a popular score. 1-1, uh, Adam George. 1-3, uh, I think he, uh, yeah, he's done that in the correct way, Brad Cab. Uh, that's 3-1 Palace. Moritz to get two. Um, Charlie McGuinness says 2-1 to Palace with Moritz and Murray to score. Charlton can't deal with our exciting brand of football. We're certainly exciting against Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, Chris Hughes says uh, my money on Zaha. With, um, and then 3-1 Palace win. Uh, oh, yeah, Palace win scorecast. He's actually bet 3-1 uh, with Zaha to score. There you go. 2-1 um, uh, Palace from Ben Mintram, who says Moritz and Murray to score. 20,000 suicidal Charlton fans. Uh, Chris <laughs> Russell says 3-1 to Palace. Charlton to go 1-0 up. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I could share, actually, I think. Uh, Lewis Cooper, Palace 3-1. Uh, Charlton. Um, Palace Charlton 3-1. Oh, my brain's going. Zaha, Moritz and Murray to score. Um, Rusty also says Palace to win 3-1 after going 1-0 down. That's uh, amazing. Um, Chris Long says Palace to win 3-1 and um, Carl Carden says last three times we've been to chart and away we've lost can see history repeat yourself unfortunately yeah there's always that in the back of the mind isn't there um, <clears throat> so those are those are the listener predictions what are what are your predictions chaps Joe sorry I had a mouthful of dinner then um, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> very professional <laughs> we've got a yeah. work experience lad. you've got to set a good example <laughs> Um, yeah, but he's got we've got a fluffer in the box for him, so he's all right. Um, <laughs> I, I think yeah, I'm thinking. Um, oh God, uh, two one to us. All right, and I, and I really don't care who scores, as long as we get two goals and they get one. <laughs> all right, mate. And uh, Mark, what do you reckon? Well, I my head says a, a draw, but my heart says we'll nick it by the odd goal. So that's really. I think I think um, I think they're going to be obviously they're going to be relatively strong at home. But I was I was really glad to see obviously that Forest uh, managed to beat them uh, the other day. And although it was I think it was two one in the end, but I, I read from the reports and from the highlights I saw that you know obviously Forest were, were very good value for that win. And and certainly you know I, I I would think if we can play anywhere like we played against Sheffield Wednesday, that I, I can see us coming away with a two 0 myself. Um, so there you go. That's what that's what we reckon. It'll be, inter- uh, it'll be interesting to see how uh, Doogie sets it up after hmm. our first win, and we go away from home. And well, yeah, know, I mean, how that's... defensive or not? I mean, that's sort of the million dollar question, isn't it? Really, we all want to see. It is, Mark, and that's 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 yeah, that's really where I want to leave the, the the preview. Is that I mean, obviously, we've we've just seen us go out at a home match and take a few more risks than usual. As Dougie said himself in the press conference, he said, you know, we played in a more expansive game and. That was well, you know. That was it was nice to see, but as he quite rightly pointed out, it did it did make us a little bit more vulnerable in certain areas, and you know. But but I I think that if if you've lost if you've lost every other game other than the win against Exeter, then you got to stick with a winning formula, haven't you? And whether it's an away game or a home game, I, I just yeah, I want to see the same thing really. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm really really hoping. We, we get that win, and, and it will mean an awful lot to us, even how, whatever we say about Charlton. Joe, uh, you wanted to chip in? I was just, uh, I only uh, wanted to go and uh, talk about a Wednesday, just what you was just talking about. What was what, what formation did we did we set up? Because obviously, you know, oh, he didn't get to it. Yeah, um, <coughs> four five one really, wasn't it? Well, no, uh, see, I did, this it, it, it was quite fluid. So you get different people saying different things. I thought we started. I thought we started the game as a four-four-one-one, and it was Moritz just in behind Murray, and you had uh, Wilf Saha right wing and Balassi on left wing, and they kept swapping. Uh, but but it was so fluid that that quite often you'd have three up front with Balassi um, and Zaha going right up alongside Murray, and Moritz dropping a little bit deeper. And then second half when we replaced Moritz uh, with David Goodwillie, uh, well I think well it ended up being that way. I think the substitutions were slightly in a different order than that, but. We ended up four four two as well, so it was, it was you know very much two banks of four more often than not, and, and it was nice to see. I, I wouldn't say we haven't played that way before, but it was more effective with the players that we got in now. And, and the biggest difference, as we talked about, was Moritz. And, and if he gets us anywhere near the impact he had in in that game, then the Charlton aren't going to know what's hit him. Yeah, good. All right. Um, just one more thing again. I know we I know we talked about it last time, but um, if there's any any other. HF listening, you know, the, the, the clown music would go down 
a storm, please, if you can uh, get everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the cloud. Get everyone at it. Yeah. I think we've got that somewhere. But yeah, I mean, the, um, yeah, the whole desire to, uh, <laughs> to sort play, of have, have singing. Nick. Yeah, have, 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 have <laughs> yeah. Well, when they've got the boy, if we could all sing that, it'd be awesome. But anyway, yeah. I'm, I'm filling for time, as you can probably tell by me stumbling over my words, because I'm just trying to, I was trying to read a message about how we're going to do this Charlton competition, and that's what we're going to really do very, very shortly, because um, we've got a lot less time than I thought. So in about, that'll be in about five minutes to seven minutes or something like that. We'll have a quick chat about for a couple of the new players first, but but before I do that, I'm going to pick the phrase that pays now. So make sure you listen carefully. Um, of all the phrases that came in, I liked Christine Sanders best. Um, I'm just hoping we haven't deleted it. Uh, from There it is there. Uh, and that phrase was, can I have two tickets to the big fat gypsy derby? Okay, so the phrase that pays is, can I have two tickets to the big fat gypsy derby? So if you hear us ringing you uh, when I announce it, that's the phrase you've got to say. Say nothing oh, she else. she hasn't won it then. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not how you win it. She, she's, oh. she's got she's her got phrase. Gutted. 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 She's got to be gutted. Yeah, I bet she's yeah. been, chose me thing. Yeah, What's yeah, her yeah. number? <laughs> we'll ring it twice to give her a missed call. Yeah, that's it. No, but, um, but that, I mean, that's the phrase we're using. Can I have two tickets to the big fat gypsy derby? So if your phone rings uh, when we announce it in the next sort of five minutes or so, then that is all you say. I'm gonna. It's gonna be really strict. We've got an awful lot of entries for this, uh, so I, I just want to be as fair as I possibly can be. Okay, so if you say anything else other than that, you will hear a certain sound that will tell you you've lost. But if you... <laughs> that is the sound. That is the sound of you losing. So hopefully you won't hear that sound. Uh, if you're someone who entered and you happen to not be listening in, then you won't get this message, but they will lose automatically because they'll say hello. And hello is not that word, is it? It's not that phrase. Um, but, yeah, if you do repeat the phrase correctly, then two chick- two tickets or tickets, as they're actual, actually called, will be yours. So that <laughs> phrase is, can I have two tickets to the big fat gypsy derby? Hmm. All right. Well, listen, guys. We've got five minutes before we'll uh, we'll start doing that. So everyone, we'll get give ourselves a chance to get set up for it. Uh, and in the meantime, um, I wanted to talk. I had a whole list of stuff I wanted to talk about. We're going to talk about all the different new signings, but I think we can put that on the back burner for now. So instead of that, I want to talk to you about the the stadium. Uh, we've had um put a tweet out for that. Um, uh, you've got a tweet for me, haven't you, Alex, on the stadium? I do. I got one from Ben Mitram. He says, stay at Selhurst, new stadium, maybe a bunch of bandwagon fans at the start, but they'll gradually ease away over the few years. Okay, thanks for that, mate. Um, well, I suppose that's one way of looking at it. Um, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know whether I agree with that or not, but what I think saying at Selhurst and redeveloping, although it wasn't the first choice, I think it probably gives the best of, of all worlds. And I know there's some, a degree, there's a degree of concern about um shall we say it lessens the impact if you're not moving to a completely new site in a completely new stadium that's already built if you do it in stages it lessens the impact of getting these new fans in but i don't think that's going to be the case i think a lot of people will be happy uh that sellhurst appears to be the the only real option on the table at the moment um and well, for those who obviously haven't picked up on the information, the reason we're talking about this is it got kind of. I think it got front page page news in the Croydon ad. Um, obviously, we in an interview with Steve Parrish, I think at the end of last season, we, we talked about this, and he had, he said that you know, uh, and in the fans forum as well, he, he revealed that Selhurst was going to be the the more likely option. So we um, so I mean. That shouldn't be a surprise to anyone, but I mean the the, the details seem to be at the moment that uh, Sainsbury's will be involved. So I mean, first of all, Mark, what, what's your thoughts on Sainsbury's being involved? Well, obviously, I don't think uh, we would be able financially to to develop the ground without uh, a corporate organisation being involved. And obviously, Sainsbury's they want to build a bigger store there, apparently. So you know. I suppose you, you get down to naming rights and do you really mm. want to be called Sainsbury's Park? But then, um, Sainsbury Stadium, but who cares? Yeah, 
But uh, no, but uh, obviously the money's got to come from somewhere. There's There's been some really interesting stuff, actually, some quite sensible stuff for change on the whole message board about about um, uh, the new ground and the pros and the cons and how it's going to be paid for and so forth. And I think the, uh, I think I agree with you. I think staying put really, but, but doing it stand by stand sounds like a sensible idea to me. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who, who thinks like they, they'd like a bowl shape and who likes it with four separate stands. You know, it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's each to their own. There's, there's, there was, Hippie Stew made a really good point on, on the message board. He was talking about uh, Hibernian's ground at Easter Road, and that was developed stand by stand into a, into a really nice ground, which was just about the right size for the crowds that Hibs get, because we don't really want to move into a stadium that holds 30-plus thousand people if we're only going to have it half full. Uh, Hang on a second. We can shut a stand down, Mark. We still wouldn't fill the ground. That's yeah. right. Yeah. No, that's what I'm but saying, but... But but we won't have to build. We won't have to make the stadium any bigger. We just have to make it a better stadium. Because yeah, as you say, so. we don't we don't we don't fill it anyway. So. I mean, I've got I've got a, I've got a, hopefully I've got a valid point on here. Is are we going to keep your homesdale? Are we actually going to keep your homesdale there? I actually no. think that we're not. Do you want? I'll tell you why, Joe. Uh, we, 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 we haven't got Stand. a huge amount of time in this, and I also want to want to point out that uh, Wayne Gallagher's tweeted. The Taste the Difference Arena as a name. <laughs> I really do like that. That's funny. <laughs> Very funny, mate. Um, no, Joe, the reason we're not, the reason Steve gave for, for knocking down the Homestale is that it's a shell. It's an absolute shell. It's been, I mean, I, I feel, you know, it? yeah, it's basically, it's got plumbing and electrics in the very, the very most basic terms. Um, it's structurally not the best. It's, well, it's a football a stadium, top. not a five bed house. It's got a lake underneath <laughs> it. Basically, to get it up to this kind of standard you'd want from everything else would cost as much as building a new stand. So, there you go. That's that's really. But the other thing is cool. that that about um, like I know Crystal Palace Park would be the ideal setting really to put the ground, but there's so many um, issues, you know, uh, and uh, residents, residents, and yeah, exactly. planning planning problems but the, th- the thing is it would also cost a fortune and could take years for it to actually you know to actually come go on board i mean yeah. it's just you know so that's Croydon another problem pro, so croydon council are pro planning for the new stadium to be done bit by bit no but what well, yeah, that, well, that remains to be seen doesn't it um i say we don't have all the information it'd be wrong it'd be wrong to claim we did but um like i say it seemed the the view is from the board and i'm gonna have to leave this there guys because we need to get it's on with fur-red. this we need fur-red. um I oh, know he, he can tell you about the training ground, but the new stadium he can't. <laughs> but, um, but like the, the the current feeling is that if you if you think I think Steve gave the example that the uh, master plan at Crystal Palace Park was part of it was to return the the ornamental gardens to their previous state, and that it's been I think he said it was ten or fifteen years of planning applications to try and get them to re- restore the gardens, and residents are objecting to that. So if they're going to object for 10 or 15 years about putting some gardens in when that's what they were in the first place, the idea of them suddenly agreeing within, you know, two, three, four years to have a football stadium in place, it's looking, you know, completely unrealistic. So I think that's the kind of thought process that whatever things there are to, to work out with Croydon Council, Croydon do Croydon Council do like Palace being in the borough, you know, that it's been widely reported. Um, what, what they've been saying, though, is that what will happen is Croydon Council will go yes, and then the local residents, so this is what I understand anyway, will say no, and they'll go to the High Court to oppose the development in the park, and then we would spend, as we were saying, years and shed yeah, loads you, of cash trying to overturn it, and even yeah, if Mark, we would you, won, it would, it, would, it would cost us a fortune anyway. Yeah, Mark, you, you've, I was actually talking about redeveloping Sellhurst and Croydon Council. Croydon Council wouldn't really matter for Crystal Palace Park. It's a different council. So, like, yeah, you're right. That that's what I was All saying. Right, yeah. It would yeah. be easier. It would be easier to work with Croydon Council and to work with Sainsbury's who want a bigger store. Uh, and there's various other things that were talked about, uh, potential possibilities. Anyway, I'm sure it will all be. Um, we have clearer. Sainsbury's food at half time. Possibly. Because <laughs> you you good food costs less at Sainsbury's. I'm just saying. That's what he says on the website. Right. If there's any way we can get <laughs> work for them now. No, but I want some cash off them now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they'll. Um, I'm sure they'll be really happy we've managed to reach. Or food. You, you've managed to, you know, 
you managed to popularise their food to our listener. Alienate the Morrison fans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Right, definitely mistake getting German on today, wasn't it? <laughs> <sighs> anyway, look. I know about your shopping habits, <laughs> Joe, all right? Let's stop boring Get people. Um, right, <laughs> shut up. How are you? Um, competition time, all right? So, um, just to re, um, re right. something, just to re say, I don't know. Reiterate. 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 Thank you, Mark. Brilliant. Re say. <laughs> just to reiterate, the phrase that pays. Is can I have two tickets to the big fat gypsy derby? Okay, so that's your phrase. That's all you say. You say anything else at all, we will hang up on you after laughing at you, and then we'll get on with it. So now uh, let's ring the first person, or not? No, no reception. <laughs> no, oh no, I've got to read the rules first. Can you believe this? We're not even a proper radio show, and I have to read rules. Okay. Um, okay, unfortunately, this UK radio competition guidelines mean I have to redo these rules. You must be over 16 years of age and resident in the in the UK to enter our competition. And Mark will be checking your age. Um, <laughs> only one entry per person is permitted. Automated entries will be invalidated, including multiple entries from the same IP or telephone number range. Winners will be formally notified by email within tw- and also on the show within 24 hours of winning to sort ticket delivery. Full details of the prize will be given in writing upon notification where we will notify a winner by email. We will ask for confirmation of receipt by reply email. The judge's decision is final. I'm the judge. And no correspondence will be entered into. Judge Judy. uh, Thanks for that. The prize (laughs) may not be transferred to any other person. Yeah. Uh, No cash alternative or alternative prize is available on entrance request, but in the event of the advertised competition prize being unavailable, we reserve the right to offer an alternative prize or equal or greater value. Well, the prize is available because I've got the tickets in my hand. Um, Competition winners may be required to take part in in or cooperate with publicity. Chances are it will be a, I don't know, picture of some sort, perhaps, or for our Facebook page or something. I don't know. Do they have to your your house on a unicycle? Yes, (laughs) Anyway, all right, so those rules were there. Uh, Hopefully you listen to them all. Anyway, so the phrase that pays is, can I have two tickets to the Big Fat Gypsy Derby? And we're just about to ring the first person. Oh, wasn't it exciting? Um, I don't know. I, oh, well, we haven't rung him yet. It's getting really... <laughs> okay, now... <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know the tension's going to be completely ruined by the fact the producer hasn't made a draw of the first person yet? All oh, right. Okay, here we go. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. Well, I know who the first person we're going to ring is, and I'm just going to wait for it's the producer fix. to do so. Yeah, I uh, think it's a fix. You think that's a fix? Yeah, you know everyone. I know a lot of people, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, it's unbelievable. It's, well, yeah, I've just... It, mm, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, let's... Do you know what? We're going to start again, apparently. I don't know what that means. Um, perhaps it's that the bed music has just run out because of the um, uh, the ineptitude of my producer. Um, so anyway, up until we hear the ringing sound, we're just going to have a, a little chat over the, uh, the tension music. We'll try and build some tension this time so it doesn't sound ridiculous. But anyway, the draw has taken place. Uh, we've got a couple of people lined up, uh, a couple of options lined up. The phrase that pays that has to be said is, of course... Guys... So can I have two tickets to the Big Fat Gypsy Derby? Uh, that is the phrase that pays. So as soon as you hear a ringing sound on your mobile phones or house phones be prepared to say that phrase and if it's someone else then clearly they've rung you at the worst possible moment so um, I'm feeling quite tense it's not usually like this um, does that really, mean you need to go to the loo first? I do, I do a bit <laughs> I have to say yeah, yeah. but um, okay it's just about to ring now I can't, I can't wait please say the phrase let's get this over and done with here it comes Oh, oh! It done one. Move on. It's cool. 
Welcome to Orange Arthur. So we've well, advertised Sainsbury's, we've advertised Orange. Is there anyone we're not going to advertise tonight? The Orange answer phone failed. That was not the phrase that pays. The phrase that pays is not. I just want to make sure everyone's aware of it. The phrase that pays isn't welcome to the Orange answer phone. It's can I have two tickets to the Big Fat Gypsy Derby. So that was the... So that's, that's unfortunately, that's someone, someone who would have won a pair of tickets has missed out. So we go on with the next one, I guess, uh, which is number 27. Down there and see who that is. Okay, not not someone who I've heard of before, so that's nice. There's a few names on there I do recognise, but um, you know, it's it's an entirely random draw. So, anyway, as soon as we get oh, hang on, they're abroad. Right. <laughs> I'm in Nigeria. Hello. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Unlucky. Didn't win. No, well, <laughs> it probably wasn't. It's probably wrong, probably a wrong <laughs> right, can, can I can I just check something with you guys? When you hear the ringing sound, can you shut up? <laughs> Thanks. Oh my it's god, it's a lot of like fun listening to you, Chris. <laughs> <sighs> but it's you know very basic, isn't it? Yeah, okay, number sixteen. Job. Next up, look, stop talking over me. Number sixteen. Now, now, when the tension music starts, we can have a conversation, and then when it rings, we stop. I think the listeners have probably got it quicker than you have. Uh, raise the pays. Can I have two tickets to the Big Fat Gypsy Derby? And number... Uh, I've forgotten it. Number 17, was it? 16. Uh, 16, yeah, you're quite right. Number 16. Oh, unlucky, Joe. Oh, he's unlucky. This is bad. He should be listening. Oh, such a shame. Such a shame. Mikey, you forgot to play the clip. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this ain't going well, is it? Mm, no I one wants to go. You can't give them away. Can't. can't <laughs> We're going to try a couple more, uh, and then we'll uh, have a little break. <laughs> so number 54 coming up next. You tell people you have to. I know Mark's on the show, and you don't want to listen, but... But, you know, it's for two tickets. Such a shame. But anyway, let's... Um, yeah. So, okay. Can I have two tickets to the Big Fat Gypsy Derby? That's all you need to say. Don't say hello. Don't say good evening. Don't say... What? Just say that phrase. Can I have two tickets to the Big Fat Gypsy Derby? And we're trying to ring number 54, I think it is now. Like an effect draw. Here's a bit. This like... is the Vodafone voicemail oh. service. For, uh, double... That's that's not it either. That that was the Vodafone voicemail service for Lewis Cooper. You lost Lewis. Um, okay, uh, let's let's just keep going until we've used every single one. Can you name the other ones, Chris? Just so that you no. don't know. I um, one of them was the first person who applied for a ticket for the tickets, which was Jack Maddox. Um. One of them was Jack Austin. Um, who else did we do? Uh, a Matt Gormley didn't didn't answer. So uh, we've got number sixty-one coming up now. I'm not even going to I'm not going to say the name, but oh dear oh dear, this is this is becoming tense. So, have to have two tickets to the big fat gypsy dog. That's what we want to hear. Don't say hello at all. Don't say hello. Can I have two tickets to the Big Fat Gypsy Dark? <laughs> 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 well, congratulations. Uh, I haven't really hey. checked, checked what the name is. Who's that? It's hey. Elliot. Yeah, Elliot Weinberg. Elliot Weinberg. Hello, mate. Well, congratulations, mate. You've won a pair of tickets to go to Charlton. Uh, have... <laughs> that's unbelievable well I'm glad it's someone who needed them you only you were only seventh out of the people we drew to actually do it right so I yeah I've been, I've been 
unbelievable sat here listening to people not picking up their phones and screaming at my telephone going, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, mate. You made, uh, it was getting a bit tense for us there. I was, I was starting to become upset. So um, <laughs> thank you for answering and following in the very basic instructions. <laughs> really appreciate it. Listen, mate, we'll send you a, a follow-up email. Uh, to the Wonderful. email address with uh, obviously if you don't hear anything you can always get in contact with us uh, on message boards or by email or anything like that but we'll give you all the details and, and those tickets uh, we can either meet you on the day or post them to you or whatever it's up to you mate so um, wonderful yeah congratulations and thanks for listening <laughs> excellent that's going to make my <laughs> night shift go a lot quicker oh fantastic stuff well cheers Elliot appreciate it have a good show bye 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 what are you doing on your night shift you listen to whole radio well, uh, you know what? I'd love to listen to the whole radio if I was on the night shift. It certainly helped me sleep. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, a few people missed out there. Some Probably some very confused people um, are having weird clown noises, laughing at them when they weren't really expecting it. It probably uh, upset them a little bit. But, um, but I'm really, really happy that we've managed to find someone who needed the tickets. And, and there we are, all sorted. So very happy that Elliot's won. Congratulations once more to Elliot. Um, I think we're going to end the show there, actually. Uh, thank you to everyone for listening today. Um, big thanks to Cadell Daniel for joining us on the phone as well. Uh, cheers, everyone. We'll be back next week. Bye. <laughs> It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.